Drop the subject. Don't start laughing. We haven't said anything yet. Okay. People will think that the laughing is not genuine. And of course it is. It's uh, Channel Q. Of course, this is a show called Drop the Subject. This is how we warm up. This is, go. yeah, we just look at each other and laugh at our faults. Aha, <laughs> uh-huh, look at that muffin top. Wait a minute, that's a mirror. What am I looking at? Uh, that's Allie right there, Kevin right here. The show is called Drop the Subject. Uh, friends, companions, work associates, call us soulmates, call us what you will. We uh, do a show I together. called us soulmates one time and you completely insulted me. Yeah, no, I don't think of you as a soulmate at all. Uh, not not even a little bit. Uh, I just think that we have an unspoken connection, Kevin, that's not romantic in any way, oh. but I think that we, we just know each other like from a different life. Is this your stupid moon circle No, it's not moon doing? circle related. I have not. I may have written you a letter in my last moon oh, circle. Oh, are you kidding me? Do you have to read it to me or do I? No, I don't have to read it to you. you I have to burn, burn it. it. You yeah. burn it? Mm-hmm. Does it say anything good or is it mostly negative? Uh, there's good and negative. Uh, yeah, uh, it's just me forgiving you for things that you don't know you've done. All right, sounds about right. <laughs> sounds like every other woman in my life, so that's fine. <laughs> no different there. Yeah. Wait, so you have to sit around. This is like in therapy. You know, I, I don't go to therapy currently, but I've been to therapy before. And you've asked me if you ever came up in my therapy sessions. Mm-hmm. And I would say, not specifically, like I would never say, I work with this real drag named Allie. <laughs> But I would, I would say, and I don't mean that. You can't say a real drag around Channel Q right, because well, that's I, actually half the staff. I actually did mean that because Allie uh, did dress like I a man. I was in drag, She's yeah. She always dresses like a guy. But I would say, like, um, my coworkers don't understand, blah, blah, blah. And you were, like, included in that. But it was, all, it was more of a general thing, right? Mm, and usually uh-huh. they weren't, it wasn't directed at you as much as it was at our bosses or people like... I would have the same problems that you would have. No, so, yeah, I, a lot. Yeah, it would be work related, not necessarily specifically you related yeah. or how. Yeah, but um, you're not if, important enough in my life to be brought up in therapy. I if see. I, if Thank I'm paying you. someone 150 dollars an hour, no insurance. Yeah. Uh, I'm not bringing you. I'm not wasting time on you. Whereas in Goddess Moon Circle, they were like write to a person who you consider your soulmate, and I was like Kevin. Oh no, man, I, no, that I'm is just, sad. I, but also, not, thank you, honor, no. well, honor that I got brought up in the Goddess Moon Circle. No, but uh, but no, don't give yourself that much credit. I just think that in if you're in therapy, if, if you had a specific problem with me, wouldn't they say, hey, why don't you write a fake letter to this person saying, you know, how you feel and blah, 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 because you don't want to actually unleash everything, but it's a way to get your feelings out. They say journaling is very important. So When, when I was a TA, human sex, uh, human sexuality was the class in college. I thought I, if I did that, I could sleep with the students, but I was a student <laughs> as well, so it wasn't weird, you know? <laughs> You're like, it was T and A? It was a great thing that I did thinking it would help me get laid. But one of the activities that we had to do with our um, discussion group was exactly what you said. We'd have to write down every negative thing that had been said about us. Right. And then we would rip them all up over a trash can. And it was supposed to get, I think I lit the trash can on fire, okay. it, which we weren't supposed to do. So you've been, you've been to Goddamn's Moon Circle, no, this your was own version. Human sexuality. And you got to write down things like, I was called a slut at prom and rip oh. it up and throw it in the trash can. That was on my note too. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> we all were called sluts yeah, at prom. So that, just... that means we did prom right. <laughs> so then just replace a trash can with a witch cauldron. And that's basically what we're doing, Kevin. Oh, it's well. very nice. It's a very releasing, uh, you transmute your negative energy energy into positive ones. Remember the time fulfilling. you had a neighbor that called you and your girlfriend a bunch of GD dykes? Uh, no, I had forgotten about that. Remember you were very <laughs> upset? You said that the guy 
Even though you like, yes, that was my grandmother's my grandmother's neighbor. Right. Yes. Yelled yelled something yeah, very we GD Dykes, derogatory yeah. to you and your girlfriend because you were making out in front of his car or something well, like we that. We weren't making out. No, I think we were grabbing something from the car, and on our way back out, we were holding hands or something. And I think we, there was a peck on the cheek involved. Oh. But we were obviously a couple. I and was going to say he was like an you, old. How did he know you were Dykes? Were you grabbing something out of a Subaru, or <laughs> how did he just assume <laughs> it was the Doc Martin? Martins, I guess. Oh, yeah. Um, that explains it. Yeah. We were all just getting Doc all Martin. of our Doc Markins out and out of the car. All these Doc Martin footprints all over my yard, you goddamn dykes. <laughs> but that but that actually, usually you have a sense of humor about it. And you're like, I'm not going to waste my time dealing with negativity. So if someone says something, even if it's coming from a place of hate, like you know that I really have nothing but love and cholesterol in my heart. Yes, Mostly exactly. cholesterol. Mm-hmm. But as a result, you don't take anything I say personally. And if I do go over the line, you'll tell me. Like, that didn't bother me personally because I know you, but I could see how that could bother people. But this guy, you were genuinely bothered. It made you very upset. Yeah, yeah. And I think that what it bothered me for a couple of reasons. One, because it was near my grandma's house, and your grandma's supposed to be the safest, most comforting place that you could possibly think of, right? right I think of, of nothing but comfort and love when I go to my grandma's house. So to have the neighbor be like, you're a GD dyke, I was kind of like, oh, well, that's a that's a bummer. Um, and then the fact that he was just sitting there in his, uh, like standing in the screen door, just yelling things at people. Yeah. That's just a miserable old man thing anyway. But then to add like, you know, the fact that you're... St- targeting specific people like it's one thing if you're just a mean old guy but then to be like targeting certain groups that you hate then you're just a racist homophobic mean old guy yeah but what if that was just his go-to insult and like 12 minutes later a doberman <laughs> came by and took a dump on his lawn he's like you dyke. he just did it for everyone and then you took it all personally because it happened to hit with you but most people are just like oh this old man's lost his mind right his granddaughter comes and is like that's all he can say well anyway if you've taken anything from this conversation it's that Allie is a GD dyke I am and I'm proud of it I'm a GD straight and we sit around talk about some things and currently we are getting right in our head mentally but that's okay because it means you're going to get yourself a better show today here's what we have in store for for you on this Wednesday. Well, I guess we should probably start with the big news announcement, the breaking news announcement that is going to affect, I would imagine, almost 100% of our listening audience now, but especially those of you that are in Palm Springs, on your way to Palm Springs for all of the stagecoach festivities, or perhaps you're just waking up from being passed out after Coachella. Mm. Listen to this. So we have a breaking announcement. This is straight from management, and we were told we need to uh, broadcast this information loud and clear for anyone in Palm Springs celebrating stagecoach. The stagecoach is late. Regarding Budweiser's Clydesdales on El Paso in Palm Desert for stagecoats, the Clydesdales have rescheduled to tomorrow. Once again, Boston, Miami, I hope you're listening to this. Listen closely. This is affecting mostly our Palm Springs listeners. But anyone who is interested in seeing giant horses, listen closely. Rescheduled to tomorrow. The same time, though, hitching is at 1120. That's what they say when we start our show, too. They say, Allie and Kevin will be here. Hitching starts. The hitching hour (laughs) is at 11.45 near the Daily Grill. And the delivery parade will be from 1.15 to 2.30. Again, the Clydesdales are not here today. Go home. They will be back tomorrow. 
if you want some clomp clomp action. If you cannot handle this information, we recommend you immediately Google image search Clydesdales. That should uh, buy you some time if you want to yeah. look at them. Or watch any commercials from Budweiser. Uh, but uh, once again, as much as we uh, are dripping with sarcasm, the announcement is actually <laughs> real. So uh, there's uh, that to think about. They're taking a day of mourning for those other horses. What is No, I don't, think they, are. I don't oh. think they are taking. I think it's um, unrelated to that. But in the meantime, we're going to feed Allie some sugar cubes. We'll be back in a moment. Uh, this is the all-new Channel Q. Drop the subject. When we return, oh, we are going to make your relationship so much better or potentially way worse. That is next on the all-new Channel Q. Me. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Channel Q, drop the subject. Allie there, Kevin here. It's good to be with you. Thanks for hanging out with us or letting us hang out inside of your head, replacing the other voices that are in there saying, oh, I knew I shouldn't have worn this blouse today. Well, now you've got our voices hanging out in your head and you can are listen you to us. Saying I was, that because I have a blouse on? Today? That's right. I was talking just to Allie on that one. But, I didn't uh, have boy, that question, but now that was I do. A bad blouse decision. I just right bought this thing. Well, maybe you still have the tags on it? No. no. Speaking of buying things, in a moment, we're going to get into the um, top items that are hidden from our significant others. I'm curious, very curious, if this changes in a heteronormative relationship and a homosexual relationship. There does seem to be certain things that guys hide from their women and women hide from their men, but how does that apply to uh, homosexual relationships or asexual relationships? Maybe people are just hiding things from themselves. Are you hiding sex? No. Are you? No. <laughs> we will talk about that uh, coming up as well. Uh, reminding you, you can listen to us, radio, radio.com, smart speakers, just by going... Hey, Alexa, throw on the Radio.com Channel Q or Channel Q from Radio.com. And just like that, after a few back and forth miscommunications, mm-hmm. you'll probably get us right there hanging out with you in your living room or in your bedroom, wherever you choose to listen, maybe in your bathtub. Thanks for listening to us. Apparently, Channel Q sounds best in a bathtub. I didn't yeah, the acoustics that. are really good in there. So mm-hmm. there's that. Um, I know for a fact my wife hides purchases from me all the time because I'll see her wear a pair of shoes and she thinks I'm just some dumb idiot man and I won't notice it and I'll say, hey, are those shoes new? And then she'll usually reply with something like, no, I think I've had them for a while. And then when I finally break it down, her definition of a while will be like 12 hours. And I'll be like, I knew they were new. Why didn't you say new? And she's like, well, 12 hours, not that. It's like a lifetime for a fruit fly. And I'm like, oh, you got me there. Wow. She should have been a lawyer. She should have been a um, lawyer. It's what her parents say all of the time. And uh, if she was a divorce lawyer, boy, she'd save me a lot of money. <laughs> but don't you have, I mean, I think that there are a few things that Katie has purchased that she hasn't told me about, but... For the most part, we have all of our spending on the same account, so I can see stuff. Big mistake. Really? Well, no, maybe. Listen, I've heard heard pros and cons to both. You get married. When did you guys decide to join forces? Once you got married or before? Uh, No, it was before. Oh, your last date. It was your third date. It was, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was like, you'd be a great co-signer. We got a U-Haul and (laughs) and then a savings account, just like that. No, I think that we have one account that we do most of our spending on, and then we each have individual accounts. But I uh, I think that she'll spend money on certain things if we go out. That's the main thing. Is like if she, if uh, say we're out at a bar and then, you know, it's time to go. And she's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And she runs back inside and gets another shot. She will use her own card for right. that. Or, because or she'll she put it on some stranger's card at the bar. Be like, I'm on that guy's tab. Point some guys <laughs> I think she's out. lost the energy for that. Well, 59% of married couples claim that they share everything in a joint account. 16% of engaged or people in a relationship share everything in a joint account, which 
you know, that's that's a lot of trust right there because if things go south, and they can go south in a marriage or in a relationship, regardless, you've got all your funds tied together. What's to stop someone from going, clean out the account, and then bye-bye, I'm off to Bermuda. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that that's a, a, a common thing when those relationships where, uh, you know, like Dirty John, have you heard of that guy? Yes. Yeah, like, he, you know, you get t- t- too close too fast, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, no, I'm married to this person, and I don't even know who the hell they are, and then they drain your bank accounts and all that stuff, and then you're really screwed. In only 6% of relationships, and this works the same for married and uh, just uh, dating or whatever, the main earner pays most of the bills and pays the partner an allowance, (laughs) which sounds a bit like prostitution, but I know many couples where that happens. Because we still live in Lucy and Ricky times? I I I know couples, and most of them, it's a male to female. I don't know how that works in the... I actually do know a gay male couple, and one of them is incredibly successful. Opened up, uh, I think, a bunch of spin gyms, I want to say. Oh, nice. And as a result, I think that he pays his husband, who doesn't work, uh, a a salary. Or not a salary, (laughs) an allowance, I guess. And is it a weekly allowance? I think it's monthly. Yeah, I actually know a couple like that, too. And it's a guy. The guy owns a bunch of wineries, so he's really rich. Yep. And then the, the wife doesn't really do much of anything. I think she could if she wanted to, but I think she's just like, why? She is a winery, am I right? Uh? Uh. Oh, she won't stop. <laughs> um <laughs> So he explained that he gives her a monthly allowance, and then also the reason he does that is because he can eventually write it off oh, as smart. a gift. Yeah, that's good. So on Nothing top of that, makes women feel more more love than being a write off. <laughs> being a tax write off. So uh, I guess you could do it for multiple reasons. I I think that sounds demoralizing, but getting an allowance is kind of. I mean. If you think about when you were a kid, getting an allowance was actually pretty awesome. It's the greatest thing ever, minus the fact that you have to do chores, but also, like, you didn't have to do the chores very well. Like, I remember I'd have to take out the trash and do the dishes. I'd probably break. How do you do that not well? Well, I I, I almost made it. I'm just gonna leave I this gave up right halfway here. between my house and the trash can, and that was it. You know, I said I'll do that for three dollars. Allowance is three dollars. I'll do it for one fifty. I'll, I'll take it halfway down the driveway. Yeah, but then when you get that money, it's like like if you're getting a paycheck. Uh, just think about it, Kevin. What would a getting pay- a what, paycheck? What, explain that. It's been so long since I've got a paycheck. I forgot what that feeling is like. You get this paycheck, and it's for the work that you've done for uh-huh. your company. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. In and theory, I mean, I understand that theory, but for some reason, <laughs> right. I decided to work here for free. Yeah, it's optional for yeah, some yeah. people that work here. Um, but this is actually a tax write-off, uh, <laughs> just like just like the guy at the winery. This is my tax write-off. You think, okay, I'm going to save some of this. I'm going to pay some bills. I'm going to do. You know, you have a list of things that you're going to do with that money. Not allowance. When you get an allowance, yeah, when you get allowance, all of that money is to spend on whatever you want. Candy, but sometimes you're like, I want to save up and get a skateboard. Yeah, for me, it was horse fund. Right. What does is, what is whore fund mean? No, I would save up for a horse. Oh, a horse. I yeah. thought you said a whore. And I, I ne- said, wow. <laughs> no, that I got. Huh? No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, I hope today both of our wives are listening to this. Basically, I'm saving up to buy Clydesdale. Well, uh, once again, me speaking of Clydesdales, the Clydesdale Parade <laughs> oh, today on. in Palm Springs has been temporarily suspended uh, because apparently some of the Clydesdales are doping. 
that is a rumor, and I started it just now on the radio, but the uh, parade will be happening tomorrow. So if you're looking to go see the Clydesdale Parade, and Allie, we've uh, seen, remember, we got to go see some Clydesdales before. They're beautiful up close in person. Uh, yeah, they take but they huge had huge like dumps. Yeah, they, they do take huge dumps. Um, but I think that it they were pretty... Uh, particular about how to interact with them. It was like you can only talk, you know, you can only go up to them for five minutes. They have a very full schedule. They're very pampered. Um, yes. You know, they definitely are divas. They, live they have a, a rider life. list, literally. Hey, back to uh, what we're talking about, which is couples and finances. And we'll get into the items that people are hiding from their partners uh, as soon as we get back from a song. But when do you think most couples start sharing their finances together? What is the most common time in a relationship? You think marriage? When they move in together, when they get pregnant, mm. when they have a kid? I would say when you start sharing the bills for the household. So it doesn't need to necessarily be when you get married, but when you move in together. That is the most common. 39% of couples start as soon as they move in with each other, uh-huh. uh, as opposed to 24% when they got married, 17% from the very beginning. 8% when From they the get very engaged. beginning. That seems unbelievable. It's our first date. Let's go you Dutch. You want to go Dutch? No, let's just go joint bank account. Let's go Dutch on this and every one of our expenses. All right. <laughs> when we get back, we will break this down. This will be fascinating. And does it change between straight couples and gay couples? We'll figure it out together. These are items that people buy in a relationship that they hide from their significant others. They don't want them to know about. This probably leads to many breakups because people assume, oh, if you can be dishonest about this slice of pizza that you bought, then how do I know I can trust you with anything? <laughs> is that the biggest secret food? Pizza? Uh, it's, it's fast food is high on the list oh. because they don't want... Yeah, to be shamed. They don't want to be shamed. And I think when people splurge and they have their kind of guilty days of eating, they, they at least like to do it together. Or they feel like they got double cheated on when it happened solo. We'll talk about it after this. The all-new Channel Q. This is Drop the Subject. Back after this. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. Drop the subject on the new Channel Q. Kevin and Allie here. And if you are in Palm Springs, this is hot off the presses. The Clydesdales are not here today. They have rescheduled to tomorrow. So if you're making your way over for the Clydesdale parade, hold your horses. Oh, good one. (laughs) Good one. Uh, Hitch is at 11.45 a.m. tomorrow near the Daily Grill. All right. If you're listening in any of the other many places where you can check out uh, this this station and this show, uh, this won't apply to you. I bet you your Clydesdales are on time today. So you continue doing what you're doing. But Palm Springs, those Clydesdales are... uh, they're, st- they're, they're, <laughs> they're, a, they're they're lagging behind they're, for some uh, reason. Not, not moving too quickly. All the right gays now. and old people are slowing them down. We're talking about spending, couple spending, relationship spending, secret spending, items that you do not tell your significant other about. And the way this is broken down is men and women in a traditional heteronormative relationship. But I am curious as we break down this list right now, uh, do these things apply in a woman-woman or a man-man relationship? As always, you can join us, 833-77-CALL-Q. Give us your thoughts on the socials. I uh, really appreciate all the interaction we're getting on the uh, DTS show for Drop the Subject Show. And, of course, we are Channel Q for general praise and or criticism about the show and the station. Once again, that's we are Channel Q. All right, Allie, here we go. The top secret purchases, you want to start men or women? Women, ladies first. I think you could guess what the most obvious secret what purchases are. Chocolate. It's uh, it's tampons. It's t- they don't <laughs> want don't anyone want to, know. to know. It is uh, clothes, jewelry, and shoes. 
They are all in one category. Those are the things that women are buying that they do not want their partner to know about as it pertains to a relationship with men versus women. Meanwhile, we should point out, 86% of those caught spending secretly, like you know, making these secret purchases, um, said that they were confronted or uh, excuse me, they continued to do it afterwards. So even if they were confronted oh, yeah, and, and, and were like, how dare you? We had a deal. We're on a budget. We're on a plan, blah, blah, blah. They That's got, the typical couple's fight. Most people Why fight about it. Why are you spending it. so much money? Right, right. Did I you re- needed it. Right, exactly. It's a mood ring. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good idea. Um, <laughs> it's what color I, means broke. <laughs> um, I think that for me and in my homo relationship, it's the complete opposite. I am being told to spend money on clothes because I don't spend enough money on them and I never buy new clothes when I really need to. As a result, I have underwear that are ratted and falling apart. I have socks with holes in them. I have jeans from the 90s. It's stuff like that. So, Allie's theory is any pair of underwear can be crotchless panties if you just wear them long enough. Yep. So she just wears them for like six or seven, yeah. ten years and then she's ready for to go on Valentine's yeah. Day. You think distressed jeans are in style? Distressed <laughs> undies. <laughs> distressed uh, genitals. <laughs> am I right? Uh, all right, moving on. Okay. Let's go to the top purchase now for men. This is the top purchase that men do not want their women to know about. Hookers. Uh, no, that didn't make the list. But uh, That's number, gotta be on there. Number one is alcohol slash drugs. Oh, drugs? Now, I don't know if they put weed in the category there. Um, wow. But that is the number one, 32% of men uh, that is a discreet purchase that they do not want. If they were at a bar drinking, maybe they put that in the category. Sometimes just want to stop and have a cold one. Um, but uh, we move on. Number two for women, beauty products. Ugh. 39%. Obviously, so Alice never purchased a beauty product, <laughs> but they do exist. And 39% of women, uh, those are secret purchases. I know from Amazon, things will show up, and I'll be shocked, because I kind of know what usually comes from Amazon to our place. It's like diapers, more diapers, mm. occasionally diapers. And then it's like, how do you like your new contour stick? And you're like, what? Well, I, I can tell, because everything shows up in huge boxes, but then things will show up in tiny boxes and cost a lot of money. I'll be like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And it's always like a, a Like lipstick. a new foundation brush yeah, or something. something like yeah, like that. And that's not really a secret purchase, but I also am like, what? what what is this? And she'll, she'll say to me, like, you wouldn't want to see me without it. And I'm like, okay, all right, fair enough. <laughs> is it close? Uh, you um, got it. Uh, yeah, I, I guess um, I, I, I get a little angry because I don't think that women should be hiding these things. Like, why are we feeling shame about just buying something that you want to make yourself feel a little better, you know? Like, why would you be like, I don't want my husband to know that I'm buying this thing that makes me feel beautiful. I don't want him to know that I need this stuff. Right. Well, the the, the generalization is this. Us guys, us dumb men don't know nearly a third of the stuff you ladies go through to try to put on yep. your face or whatever the case may be. Your rouge. I don't know what rouge costs. Mm. People still use it. I have to put on other parts of my body too. Yeah, not just Ali, my face. Ali's got to use makeup everywhere. <laughs> I got to put on my shoulders. Just see how, how <laughs> misshapen her nipples are. <laughs> and I don't know why I do that every day, but I do. She puts on a nipstick every day. <laughs> so we... Uh, <laughs> that is a great idea. Thank you. You like that idea? I think that's your best idea. My best idea yet? Nipstick. Nipstick? Lipstick for the nipples? <laughs> yeah. So write it down. And then before. I want nip liner. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, it's good as well. Well, anyway, <laughs> it's like really white trash lying around. <laughs> Every day, Allie takes her shirt off. It looks like she got into a fight with a clown. She's covered in splotchy. Anyway, uh, we're, we digress. Okay, okay. So makeup number two for men. I uh, also think, just side note, I think that a lot of these things m- women might not necessarily be hiding, but these are the things that guys never notice. Like they would never notice. Oh, you got a new shirt. Oh, did you buy new blush? They right. would never notice. We would those never things. notice it, but so, we would notice if you stopped doing it, probably, right? I guess. Number three, for or excuse me, number two for men is video games. They buy video games, don't want their wives. No matter your relationship, you guys play video games together. I would say your wife's probably a bigger gamer than you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a definitely a, good, a big gamer, but she does that. Th- I get mad at her because she'll buy a game and then play it for like five minutes and then be like, I don't understand and stop playing it. I'm like, uh, that game was like 60 bucks. Yeah. Um. So, but we both buy games. I mean, we, yeah, we both You have to. That. Get permit like if she just wanted to buy a new game, she just buys it, or does she say like, "Hey, Allie, like I want to buy a new game," and then you guys talk about it? And then yeah, probably that one. Oh, she, you'll talk about. Yeah, it. I don't think she should just be able to buy a bunch of games. Number three on the list is the same for men and women. These are hidden purchases that uh, we do not like to tell our significant others about. And this, I guess, would apply to straight relationships, gay relationships. It's the same reason why we use this item to review our movies and gay straight movie reviews. Fast food and pizza. Ah. Uh, I don't know why. People uh, feel shame in eating unhealthy, and as a result, we will do it sometimes not tell our partners about it. I know one time my wife found a receipt in my car for like Arby's. Oh, she, God, And it led Kevin, to a huge horrible. fight because she's like, how, what did you not tell me? It was Arby's. And I, oh, what does it matter? Like, I was hungry. I drove by an Arby's. I got a roast beef sandwich. Arby's is a bit, that's a tough one and to she, have to admit And she's like, when did you get it? Why did you get it? Where was I when you got it? And I'm like, let me tell you, if I was cheating on you, it would not be with a woman that let me take her to Arby's, <laughs> for the record. Right. And if you were trying to cheat by taking a girl to Arby's, you yeah. would not be doing it successfully. Yeah, like I, I say, I just don't know why this is becoming such a big deal, but she just couldn't believe that there was a time in my life when I ate Arby's without <laughs> her knowing about it. And well, lunch cheating, I've talked about. I mean, yes. we, uh, uh, I've like, oh, I, I actually went and got a sandwich on the way home, and that's what I had for lunch. And and Katie's like, what the hell? You made these crappy lunches that I've been eating all week, and if I choose to get something else instead of the crappy salads that I made, um, there's a lot of anger there because we're both trying to be health conscious or whatever and if one person breaks the rule then it's uh it, there's a fight involved some of the other items that are on both the list we'll just quickly get through these talking about secret spending that goes on in relationships fascinating stats out about it uh guys will shockingly spend more money on porn than women without them knowing okay uh, why get, are you spending money on porn anymore they're just why they're are just, we doing this because sometimes they it's harder to hide your cookies when it's the free stuff I mean, I'm just speaking for other people here. You go incognito. Incognito is not a bad idea. That's where you put a uh, paper bag over your computer monitor, right? No. Oh. Uh, no. What is that? <laughs> That's when you go to like a secret window. Oh, secret window. Uh, gambling. Do you not know about the secret window? Yeah, I'm going to learn about it later. Oh. I know all about it, but i got to play dumb. All right. Uh, women spend a little bit more on spa treatments than guys in general. Sometimes secret. Like my wife will say a lot of times she's doing errands, which uh, I always assume means she's buying stuff like toilet paper and stuff that we need but like sometimes when I actually like will push her on what the errands were it's like getting my nails done getting a massage I'm like right. those aren't errands those are, <laughs> that's, that's a spa day that's, that's a spa day yeah. you don't say spa day you say errands it's yeah. a great, great made up word yeah I, I think the advice for her would be to just come back with one thing I mean just a consolation item <laughs> yeah like come back with a toilet plunger or something <laughs> yeah, you know something. like 
All right, anyway, this has been uh, Secret Spending. It's uh, the all-new Channel Q. Drop the subject. Be back in a moment. Break down some headlines that we'll get into at the top of the next hour for News It or Lose It. And I have a feeling we'll have an update to the Clydesdale story we've been bringing you all all show long. More on that coming up after this, the all-new Channel Q. This is Drop the Subject back after this. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. All right, drop the subject on the new Channel Q with Kevin and Allie. And this show is brought to you by Nipstick. Oh, uh, wow, they already made that? Yeah, stuff? they already made it. They have a whole line. It's by Maybe. CoverGirl or Order UncoverGirl. <laughs> Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Nipstick. <laughs> if someone was born with Nip Liner out there. Uh, or, you know how people do that permanent makeup? You know, people can get permanent nipstick on. If you don't know what we're uh, talking about, it's because you missed part of the show, yeah. and shame on you for that, but you can check out the can, podcast yeah, available up. to download in its uh, entirety on your schedule, on demand, whatever. You can go to wherever you get your podcasts. We recommend radio.com because we're told to say that. And you search for Drop the Subject, and there we are for the beginning part of the nipstick joke. Yeah, and uh, re- you can subscribe and review and give us five stars or one star if you hate us. Just be honest. Um, all right, let's get into the headlines of News It or lose it. I'll break down some headlines. We decide what we news and delve into at the top of the next hour or which ones we lose and don't talk of ever again. And here's your first headline. The Clydesdales are delayed a day in Palm Springs. Lose it. Who cares? (laughs) No, no, I think we should uh, news that. It's a valuable topic and it needs to be addressed often on the show. We will go into it in depth. Uh, Let's see. Um, Idaho makes giant Airbnb out of potato. Hmm can't tell if you're toying with me here. <laughs> I'm going to say lose it. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I think it's a fake potato. I don't think it's real. I don't think that Airbnb would last very long. Uh, all right. Sexpert explains why everyone is so horny before the big battle on Game of Thrones. Yeah. I wonder. <laughs> I thought it was just me, but I let news that. I need, yeah. to have an ex- I need to have a reason why I'm watching that show rock hard. <laughs> I don't know if it explains how you're so horny. Oh. I think it's the character. Oh, wait, I take it back then. I take back what I just said. <laughs> Is it too late? Are we live? Can we, no, you're just can we watching that? every episode with a raging erection. I didn't say that. I, <laughs> All right. Previously on. Here we go. I was talking go. about my rock hard abs for the record. <laughs> I see. Uh, all right. Headline number three. Britney Spears goes out for Froyo amid questions of mental health. Huh. I don't care much about, I know we're supposed to care, uh, but like Britney Spears is one of these people that I've lost interest in. Not that I ever really had a lot of it. <laughs> she has these breakdowns. Are we supposed to news this because it's newsworthy? No, I don't think we need okay, to. Uh, I think Lose she's it. just, yeah. I, I, plus, I think that going up for Froyo is a mental health thing. I mean, I heard Britney Spears amazing. is replacing the Clydesdales uh, in <laughs> Palm Springs, so get ready for that. The unhitching is at 11.45. <laughs> okay. And then finally, Jeopardy seeks replacement host and Judge Judy has her best week ever and more from shows you don't watch anymore. I am interested in some of that. Mm-hmm. I, I think too. the world is Jeopardy uh, crazy right now they because are. of this genius and and the concept that Judge Judy's going to grow a mustache and replace Alex Trebek. I, <laughs> I think we should hear about that right here on, on this show. Be back in a moment. It's the all-new Channel Q. Uh, news it or lose it. The news it portion next. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. And just like that, we are back. Drop the subject on the new Channel Q. Uh, I am Allie. Kevin is over there. And he actually has his dog with him today, which definitely ups your gayness by about 
30%, I would yeah, say. Yeah, I had the dog with me, as you saw probably on the Channel Q socials at the uh, Channel Q Coachella house for a little bit. And what I found is that... It's easier to meet guys. Well, no. Yeah, that is true. I <laughs> uh, can't, can't argue with that. I ever tell you about the time that the... I was in West Hollywood, California. A guy came up to me wearing a t-shirt that had a rooster on it and said, I love cocks. Uh-huh. And he said, and he had a dog as well. I had my dog. And he said, let's have a, let's have a wild play date. Or let, uh, and I said, oh, you know, she actually gets scared by other dogs. And he said, I wasn't talking about the dogs. Oh. So um, four hours later, I limped out of his apartment. <laughs> and uh, it was, uh, I don't like play dates. I walk the dog again. I don't it like, four hours. I don't like play dates anymore. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, the dog does attract attention from both men and women. But what I found is in general, because you claim that I have a resting monster face. Yep. Like, I always look like a monster. Yeah. With the dog, I think people either don't look at my face because they're looking at the dog, or they assume that I'm a nicer guy than I am. Yeah, it softens the monster face. It, it softens face. me, yeah. and I, I found that I think people think I'm like 20% less of a dick when I have the dog with me, so I'm just going to start carrying the dog with me everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Starting uh, today. And I think that it dep- it's it's also because of the type of dog you have, because yeah. you have a, a little toy poodle. If you had like a big bull mastiff that you brought everywhere, they'd be like, ooh, that guy's a monster face. And he likes aggressive dogs or whatever. I think Not that they they're just, overly aggressive, but you know what I mean. I think they just dumped out of the uh, that because they said even saying I have a little toy poodle with me is too gay for this station. So I think, <laughs> but they, they didn't dump the shirt. That no, you just explained. well, that's that's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean, they, the guy the guy had a rooster on his shirt. You can use that. You can use the word cocks when referring to a giant rooster on a guy's shirt, which yep. is what the shirt said. Justin is freaking out. All right, news it or lose it. Here we go. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. If you haven't seen the latest episode of Game of Thrones, I'm not releasing any big spoilers, so calm down. I don't think I'm screwing anything up by saying that winter came. Um, it's been talked about quite a lot over the Can't past Can't say seven. winter came on the air. <laughs> you say winter finished. Finally, winter finished. Um... And uh, there's a big battle on the horizon, obviously. Everyone is talking about how horned up all the characters have been leading up to this battle. Well, a sexpert has weighed in and explained the reason for this, uh, the reasons for this. And mainly it's because, and this is fascinating to me, y- your brain cannot always tell the difference between intense fear and lust. Yeah. So when you are in a situation where your anxiety level is extremely high, your brain can perceive that as arousal. And when you're afraid, the adrenaline dumps into your system and it makes you feel really hot. Um, another reason is that you have a subconscious desire when survival is at stake to procreate. You know, if you have two people left after the apocalypse and you you feel this eminent death or this eminent survival need that just kind of kicks in, you're like, we got to procreate. That's kind of where your mind goes. Your animal instinct kicks in. Uh, And then finally, when you are... um, It's it's the kind of the effort mentality. So basically, when your own mortality is being laid out right in front of you, you kind of just go back to your most basic human instincts, which is sexy time. Yeah. I think this is why scary movies ah. are usually great date movies because they get the adrenaline pumping and then the body confuses why is all this adrenaline pumping maybe I'm turned on by Kevin 
and then I'm right there, even though it's the guy in the mask on screen with the machete that's freaking everyone out. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and I think that a lot of the scary movies have sex elements in them because yes. they like to merge those two things together. Well, like, because oh, you're at your most vulnerable. The, the idea is, right, you're always, always going to be vulnerable if a... You know, Freddy Krueger's chasing you. But if you're naked at the time, then you're even more vulnerable, mm-hmm. right? It's the same reason why, even though I sleep naked, I keep a pair of shorts next to the bed so when my wife hears a noise in the middle of the night and she sends me out, I don't walk around naked. I think try- you should stay naked because you'd scare the intruder. Well, that's uh, that's an interesting theory. Thank ah, you. naked guy. I'm getting uh, it here. <laughs> ah, jeez, not worth it. Um, you don't have a wild play date? No. <laughs> I think if this is all true... This is a reason to kind of look forward to the apocalypse or a zombie apocalypse in general. That's going to be pretty hot. Everyone's going to be all scared and hot with each other. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's everyone's like, oh, no, doomsday. It's so scary and so horrible, our imminent death. But if 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 it coincides with a lot of uh, horned up people getting it on, I welcome that. All right, so get ready. Uh, next time you're scared, next time freaky things happen, you're, you be prepared to get turned on and, uh, and then immediately grab the person. That's why I think when elevators get stuck, a lot of people start doing it in the elevators. Oh, yeah. Because they assume, well, mm-hmm. this thing could this, this could fall to the bottom of this elevator shaft. We could be in here for six days. may have to repopulate the planet. Let's start doing it. <laughs> Does that ever happen? Or I don't know. I always I, think that when I'm in an elevator that gets stuck even for like two minutes, I look around the elevator, I'm like, well... I gotta have sex. Someone's got to have sex. <laughs> Who's going to have sex here? <laughs> what if there's like 17 people in the elevator? There's just two people having sex uh, it's in front of all the very people? uncomfortable, unless they're boys. <laughs> all right. Jeopardy has gone the way of Saturday Night Live. Most people don't really watch it unless something particularly interesting is happening. And even then, a lot of people just watch clips online instead of really watching it. But obviously, something interesting is happening now with this Jeopardy winner who has surpassed the $1 million in winnings, and he continuously wins every night uh, professional sports gambler from Vegas uh, doing very well um, and he I think is kind of messed up because he's taking a lot of focus away from Alex Trebek right now and Alex has got a lot going on in his life I mean he announced that he he's dealing with pancreatic cancer stage and he, four yeah and he ha- he also just announced that he's taking the summer off of Jeopardy so he's leaving pretty soon and everyone's like oh this million dollar winner guy and it's like no guys Alex has been around a lot longer than this millionaire okay and he's probably just gonna go leave and make more millions of dollars at the track anyway they have also announced that they are actively looking for a a replacement host so who will be the next Trebek is there any possible way that the show can still succeed if he is not there only time will tell in the meantime Judge Judy is alive and kicking she's having her best ratings in years she is sitting pretty at the top of the household syndication ratings on a 15 year winning streak wow so take that Jeopardy guy she doesn't even have anybody particularly interesting going on on the show she just continuously has <laughs> people don't realize she is one of the world's richest women. She makes more money on TV than pretty much anyone else, which is crazy. That's more than Oprah, I think. She's just doing a, a little a courtroom show in the middle of the day where she's yelling at idiots because they, uh, you know, didn't want to pay their rent or whatever. And as a result, she's a, a you know a gajillionaire. Meanwhile, Trebek is so irreplaceable that whoever steps into that job. 
it's going to be tough. I assume just based on the way the world works, it's going to go to either Seacrest or... Oh, stop it. Um, or what's his name? The uh, black guy with the mustache, uh, Harvey, oh, Steve Harvey. Oh, no. Just because it seems no. like those two guys get every job that becomes available. I do, I do agree that someone with a strong mustache should be uh, replaced, or you got to just go with a different gen. You got to go with girl or robot. Yeah, probably that's the move. Because if they go with another white person, they're going to take heat. And the answer is going to be, what is racist? Yeah, they should just get Kevin Hart. <laughs> Kevin Hart will probably do it. There's going to have to get a lot of things for him to stand on. And a on. lower podium, yeah. Um, here, here's a practice Jeopardy question. I want to see how you would do on this, Allie. Right. You have to answer in the form of a question. These four-legged creatures are being delayed today <laughs> in Palm Springs, oh. but will be back tomorrow. What are the Clydesdales? That is correct. Yes. What do I win? Nothing. Oh, darn. You know what I think is this Jeopardy guy, if he he should be caught cheating, and then he'll get arrested, and then he'll go and judge Judy. They need to have more cross-contamination with the shows. I don't think they call it cross-contamination. <laughs> they call it cross-promotion. Oh, got it. Uh, but yes, that's got how it. you spread E. coli, but thank you <laughs> for uh, bringing up the other thing. The other big news story is that measles apparently are going to get us all, so if you're not scared enough to start having sex, just remember measles is uh, on the loose pretty much everywhere. Me- so. Measles and bad meat. Uh, and uh, I, oh, so I, just got, go. I just got this alert. Uh, foodborne illnesses are all the rage now. So everything from ice cream to uh, pretty much everything else has foodborne illnesses. Get ready, America. Yum. At least they're foodborne. All right. That's been some news here on uh, the all-new Channel Q. We'll be back in a moment. When we return, Allie, I don't know if we're going to get into this, but we probably should. If you plan on working out and you're doing it in the morning, you're an idiot because apparently it only matters if you work out in a certain time of the day. We will explain when that is, what you should be doing, and how I will have an excuse to not do it. Uh, That is all next right here on the all-new Channel Q. Drop the Subject returns after this. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. Drop the subject on the all-new Channel Q. Allie there, Kevin here, and you are where you are, listening to us, perhaps on radio, radio radio.com, smart speakers, on your phone, regardless. Thanks for checking us out, favoriting the station, spreading the word as we grow this thing. Maybe you're discovering us for the very first time today. Fear not, we'll be back again tomorrow to do the same show, only better, and we still have uh, a lot more of today's show to get through. That's true. You work out what time of the day regularly? Okay, I work out. At 5.30 p.m. or 6.30 p.m. almost every day. Did you do that because that was the best time for your schedule? Did you do that because you read somewhere that it works better? A lot of people, my wife's one of these people, she works out first thing in the morning. She claims she can't wake up unless she uh, goes on the elliptical for a little bit. Oh, God, I am the opposite. That's the reason that I work out in the evening because I cannot make myself get up to actually exercise. I can't make myself get up early for any reason whatsoever, even though I read all those articles that say people who are successful get up really early just so they can sit around and have a bunch of free time and it's like, no, I just, I'm just going to sleep. So uh, I do it in the evening because I literally can't get up in the morning to go to a gym or something like that. Well, here's the problem. Working out in the morning does nothing for you. Yes. Now, there are some benefits. However, the best time to work out is, guess, Mm, evening 4 a.m no, no, no. 
It is the evening. Wake up in the middle of the night. Nighttime is the best time to exercise if you want to maximize results. Now, I would imagine it would depend on what it is you're doing. See, this is contradictory to what the instructors at the gym I go to even say because they say usually the morning classes they have all the people that go to those classes have a lot more energy because they just woke up they haven't they're not tired from the end of the day they said that the evening classes that they do even if they do the same exact routine all of the people in the evening are more tired because they're exhausted from their work day and they don't put in as much effort into the workout I think if I'm not mistaken, and I don't work, I've tried working out at every time of the day, and I've, nothing has ever stuck. No. Nope. But I believe that the time that it would make the most sense to work out would be right after you eat a huge pizza. <laughs> so you throw up all over the treadmill? That's what I would assume. Uh-huh. Am I wrong about that? Mm, yes, you're 100% wrong. I, I don't know who actually makes these decisions like as far as if you burn more if you were to do the exact same hour on the treadmill at 6 a.m and 6 p.m your body burns like 12 percent more calories at 6 p.m i yeah that i i don't understand i don't i guess maybe because your metabolism's already up and moving and if you uh if you get up first thing in the morning your body's not really awake anymore yet so it's not doesn't really know that it's exercising i don't know how science works but i think that uh if you are exercising in the evening there's more to burn off because you've already been eating but then again what don't you think you smell worse after working out in the evening than in the morning because you already have all the funk of the day that's now that's now bleeding off of you or whatever yeah but what about those people who work out on like once they get to work some people do that where they go they drive to their place of work and then they go to like the gym next door and they do a quick workout and then they go to work and then they have gym stank all over them the whole day gym stank is a great name by the way (laughs) if i could name Ah, jim stank if i had a son i would name him jim stank (laughs) you better believe it uh all right well if you're working out move your workouts to the evening and you can listen to us uh, while you do it this is drop the subject see all new channel q be back in a moment drop the subject we'll be right back Drop the subject. Drop the subject on the new Channel Q. If you want to follow the show, you can do that. We're not the worst people to follow, we promise. At DTS Show on Twitter and Instagram. We are not over posters, we promise. Um, I'm Allie. Kevin is over there. And every week we do the patent-pending gay MA, where we learn a thing or two about each other's cultures, straight and gay, um, in AMA form, which is what millennials and people online love these days. It's the best way to learn about people. So I ask Kevin questions about straight life, and he asks me questions about the uh, trials and tribulations of being a lesbian in this world. And um, this week... Well, last week you had a double dose of questions for me because we got backed up. So I will start asking the questions this week. Kevin, when it comes to your taste in women, how butch are you willing to go? <laughs> That's really not a fair question. Well, I'm just saying there are some, I mean, your your wife is a very feminine lady. She's into fashion. She's. She I'll tell her you she, said that. She'll, yeah. be very, she'll, be, she'll take that as a real compliment. She's a very feminine lady. <laughs> yeah. According to Allie, you're a feminine lady. <laughs> Well, she likes girly stuff. And I'm just saying, if you were single and you ran into a girl who 
you know, loves to drink beer, doesn't really wear makeup, you know, likes to play sports. Some of that stuff you would have a lot more common interest in. So you'd be like, all right, yeah, that sounds great. Um, But if she has one too many leather jackets and, you know, she's a little too tatted up, like, where do you draw the line? I, well, first of all, my wife does have tattoos. I don't know if you knew that. Where? Uh, her nether regions. Oh, really? No, not not, not her nether regions. Exclusively? No, no, not her nether regions. She's got like, uh, it's not really where the tramp stamp would be traditionally. But oh, it's is so, it like off to the side tramp uh, stamp? Off to the side. Um, so I don't know if that makes her more butch. Uh, I know that she likes to wear something called boyfriend jeans. So that's kind of butchy, <laughs> I think. Um, in general, I, I didn't think I was attracted to women with short hair, but then I saw that uh, that girl that was on um, what's that lesbian uh, prison show we both like you're talking about Ruby Rose Ruby Rose yeah I think everyone is attracted to Ruby Rose and I think that she confuses a lot of people so I saw her and all of a sudden I go maybe I am into women with short hair I, I, or she has shaved head or you know, shaved on the sides at least right yeah and so, then she has I mean she there are some pictures of her where she looks pretty butch I mean she's wearing like men's clothing and stuff like that I so feel, you're uh, still attracted to her in that scenario yes I feel a lot of pressure answering this question on behalf of all heterosexual people because I think that uh, as is always the case everyone's taste is different everyone has different tastes as they pertain to, you know, whatever they're into. Some people like blondes, and some people like, sorry, Justin, no one likes redheads, but <laughs> no, some people like redheads. So, Yeah, uh, some gentlemen prefer redheads was definitely never a movie. Never made it. Not a prequel, not a sequel, <laughs> nothing. Didn't even get out of the pitch meeting. Um, <laughs> I don't think you'll offend anyone by saying no. It's just your preference. I, I just find it, in, I want to see how... Like, what do you mean, how butch? Is there a butch scale? Yeah, yeah. Like, if you're going full-on stud butch, but she has a lot of things in common with you, uh, then maybe you would date her. I mean, but if she had a little five o'clock shadow, probably not. Like, if you, if, like, where's the point where it's like, okay, th- this woman is a little too much like a dude for me to be attracted to her? You know what I mean? Because you're not gay. So you wouldn't be you're attracted to women. But if there are some women that are a little tomboyish or a little chapstick lesbian-y, are you still attracted to that? Is that still a preference for you? I could handle a... Combat boots is fine. I'm just trying to start at the bottom and work my way Okay, up. okay. I, that wouldn't bother me. Leg hair? Leg hair would be an issue. <laughs> Personally, for me, uh-huh. which is very hypocritical, because who's got more leg hair than I, than me? No right. one, right? Yeah. Um, combat. Uh, what would be the next uh, level up? Like, um, um, uh, cargo pants. Yeah, I could handle that. Really, you could handle some cargo pants. Yeah, as long as they hid the, hid the leg hair. <laughs> what about jean, like long jean shorts? Oh, I see what you're saying. That would be <laughs> difficult. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that would be hard to handle. Right. For me, personally, I okay. don't want to offend anyone who's wearing this, especially yep, if you're fine. on your way to see the Clydesdales today. And by the way, they've been rescheduled till tomorrow. <laughs> uh, Clydesdales, the butchiest of all the horses, That's right? true, yeah. Um, and then we can go right to like, okay, if they wear no makeup at all and they have like a buzz cut, like, like no hair, let's go full military style. Full military I like say, if Emily Rajaskowski shaved her head and had a buzz cut, still in, and a bunch okay, and a bunch of piercings, wore combat boots, still the in. jean shorts, the everything, still you're in. still, still in, <laughs> okay, still in. You would have to, it would have to be I'm trying to think what she would have to have a penis for me to maybe lose interest, <laughs> and that's just because I uh, hate to break it to you, but I'm but I'm straight. 
Uh-huh, yeah. Did that answer your question? Yeah, I guess it kind of did. I, uh, like, from, you're not attracted to me. I know no. That. Oh, no. God, no. Yeah. But more, but it, more now than I was before. Although, I think you've gotten a little butchier in your style. If, I think I have, too. Yeah, I think but you used if, to wear... You never wore big dresses, but you used to wear... Big uh, dresses? You, used to wear you big, mean moo-moos? Yeah, moo- <laughs> <laughs> you never wore moo-moos? <laughs> big dresses. Uh, Asshole. <laughs> no, I meant you never, you never like were flowing. You never wore those tent dresses. Right, forget, I'm going to stop talking, okay. but you know what I'm saying. All right. I'm just, um, the point I made, the reason I ask is because I'm, are you not attracted to me because of my, the look and the butchiness of my appearance or is it just because of my personality? That's <laughs> well, combination. Okay. Right. Is that the most hurtful thing I could say? Uh, no, no, I'm not offended either way. I just wanted to know. I, um, also, I know you're like you're a lesbian, so you're, you're not that I couldn't be attracted by a lesbian, I guess. But it's almost like one of the first things I learned about you is that you were a lesbian. So then that separates me in my yeah. Right away, I, I put you in a category of all right, not a romantic uh, uh, prospect. Yeah. Okay. Now I, mean, I wouldn't feel that way if Emily Rogerskowski was a lesbian, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, got it. Here's my question for you, Allie, in the gay MA here on the all new Channel Q. I know we say patent pending always, but I don't actually think we've ever applied for the patent. No, they're really expensive. Super expensive. You and your wife, when you guys, you know, there's the expression, uh, happy wife, happy life. Sure. Which is something that women- Businessmen th- say to each other. No, I think it's something that women say to other women in front of their husbands, like when they get some- uh, At Tupperware parties. <laughs> In your relationship where you have two wives, you can't both be happy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think we are happy until the equilibrium is set off. Then, What does it, that mean? What's equilibrium? Like, like, if there's one wife that's not happy, then the life isn't happy. But there is some, there is some times where both of us are really happy. But if both of us, we basically just bring each other down to whatever level we're at. Right, so if if both of, if one person's really happy, the other person's like, "Oh, great, I'm happy too. Let's go on a hike." And then somebody like twists their ankle. It's like, "No, I'm not happy." And I'm like, "Oh, neither am I." And oh, we have to take you to the hospital now. And then it's just a then both of you are unhappy. So I'd say you you're we're both always at the same level. It just depends on where the happiness scale is at that very moment. So you don't have a lesbian equivalent expression that you say. Happy, Les, happy... No, we don't have anything like that. Happy Dyke, happy... Oh, there we go. We're getting somewhere. Uh, Happy Abomination... No. Think about um. it. It's hard to rhyme with the word abomination. (laughs) (laughs) Well, think about it. Uh, When we... uh, We didn't really answer the question, but I do think that... Well, like, for example, uh, I... Having a perfectly lovely day. um, I'm very happy today. And then my wife just texted me that she thinks she's having a brain aneurysm. Okay. Uh, so that makes me unhappy, but her unhappiness has brought me down to a place of unhappiness. Oh, so unhappy now, wife, unhappy life. Yeah. Now so, we got it. So it's, yeah, it's kind of just the opposite. So now I have to deal with convincing her that she doesn't have a brain aneurysm, and that's going to be the rest of my day. Uh, on the gay MA topic, someone did hit us up with a question on the Instagram, I believe, where they said, what is the thing that we are most attracted to about the other person? So, I'll let you go first, Allie. What is Wait, it about? the thing that I'm the most attracted about you? Yes. Your dog. All right, fair answer. I as well will go with my dog. 
All right. Well, All right. that was great. Solve that. This has been a game on the all-new Channel Q. Be back in a moment. Wrap up the show, and uh, we'll, uh, you know, don't miss us too much. We'll be right back here on Channel Q. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. All right, unfortunately, we must say goodbye. Drop the subject comes to an end, as all things do. Uh, but we will be back tomorrow and uh, for a new live show. I don't know if the dog will be here, but the Clydesdales will, okay? That's they were the most not here today, thing. but they will be there tomorrow for all of you in Palm Springs. It's very important that you stop what you're doing and reschedule whatever, update it on your Google Calendar, whatever you need to do. The Clydesdales will unhitch at 11.45 a.m. tomorrow. That changes. Don't worry. We'll update you like we've been doing all show long. Uh, in the meantime, uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Are we supposed to promote anything? Usually we have something we're supposed to tell you about. Uh, but- yeah, you know, you want to go to New York Pride, you can do that. You can at least enter to win if you go to wearechannelq.com. You have to be 21 to enter, and the, if you win, you and your guest both have to be of age. But you uh, get basically get round-trip airfare to New York City. You get to stay there uh, for four nights at a, I don't know if it's a luxurious hotel, but we'll just say it's a cozy you know, uh, semi-spacious environment. And then you get to go to New York Pride, which is June 27th through the 30th. So if you want to enter to win, just go to wearechannelq.com. Thank you for your time. Thank you for checking us out. Thanks for downloading the podcast, uh, leaving comments, criticisms, or positive praise. We'll take both. Uh, and we will see you guys again tomorrow. Same gay time, same gay station, right here on the all-new Channel Q. Until then, we say bye. Curious.